Hello again. Welcome to the PDF podcast. I believe this is episode 40. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck, really? Yes. 40 weeks straight. 40 weeks straight. Wow. Hmm. So there you go. That's amazing. Mm, good job. Yeah, congrats us. All right. Always like to, you know, do a, a ten a decade milestone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea because I have no idea what we're we're up to. Seems like only yesterday we're at number ten. Thinking that was a an deal. achievement and a half. You're yawning again. Uh, we probably shouldn't uh, record this after you have an afternoon know, nap, it should takes we? Me a while to sort of snap out of it. And now that you're yawning, you're making me feel like yeah, I need I to know, yawn. I know. I know. I'm okay though. I'll tell you one thing this week mm. that has hit upon that I just wanted to raise before we get into proceedings. A lot of manscaping advertisements are coming up on my timeline. Are they? Is it trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me no. something? Is it because it's Father's Day? Coming I up? don't know. A lot. What, what, what type of water? What, what are they selling for manscaping? Uh, I'm interested. Scrote groomers. Oh, I just see something. Something came up in my feed. And they demonstrate it on a tennis ball. This is how to shave your scrotum. Yes. Wow. Did it look good? Like, did it look like it would do a good job? Well, it worked on the tennis ball. God. Well, it took all the fuzz off the off Took the all the fun off, fuzz off the tennis ball. Jeez. The tennis ball's a bit more of a hardier, hardier well, structure, yeah, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It says it doesn't but if cut. You just hold it real tight. <laughs> Get a real tight, sort of taut nutsack. A firm grip. Yeah, get a real firm grip, sort of strangle it a bit and then kind of go around. Wow. Uh, That's interesting. Well, it is. And I didn't know whether you were trying to (laughs) subliminally tell me something because ads, and I don't know how that works, but stuff you've been looking for Mm. comes up on my timeline. We're all all linked. We're all in an interconnected world. And I I certainly haven't been looking at uh, for ball deodorant. That was another one that came up. What deodorant? Scrote deodorant. Oh my god! Deodorant well, I, for your scrotum. I definitely have not looked. I mean, what, <laughs> how the fuck is there a need? And for I'm ball thinking, de- you know what? I like to think that I keep myself a little bit neat and tidy <laughs> down below. That's ridiculous. As if you need deodorant for your fucking balls. Apparently, you do. But that's like the fucking. They try and sell you that fem fresh, but if vagina wash, you don't need that it. Makes, that's actually fucking gets my goat. That'll be on the next one. I pet peeves things I hate. Fucking vaginal wash. Vaginas are self-cleansing. Yeah, that's right. Just have a rinse in the shower. You're right. Yeah, so apparently uh, I'm in need of, of scrote deodorant and a scrote shaver. shaver. Oh, I'm interested in the scrote shaver. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need scrote deodorant. You 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 keep yours very neat. So, I think I'm happy yeah. to show now, and, oh. you, and you can point out any flaws <laughs> no, if, if it's, it's a very if neat, it's an very issue. Very neat situation. So I don't and that's know. just the old. Gillette Mark V and, you know, <laughs> some of, shaving cream. Bit of time. Bit of time. Yeah. And care. Yes, a lot of care. Have you got any mailbag this week? I've got a couple, yes. I had a listener message through on Instagram. She mm-hmm. was listening to the Pet Peeves. And her Pet Peeve is people who walk slow as well. Yeah, it is. It's a big but, one. But she said it's made worse, so much worse, if they're wearing active wear. Yeah. So they're out clearly, you know, for exercise. But they're not exercising. But they're not getting a fucking step up. No, so true. they're in their active wear. And I, I'm, I'm with you. You feel like, you know, so how's about you step at the fuck up here, ladies? I can excuse slow walkers if they're in sneens. 
even <laughs> yeah, though that is right. Port Macquarie Active that, Wear. That's so right. That, but Port Macquarie Active Wear is Sneens. That's right. That's exactly right. I wonder if the Lorna Jane store there sells Sneens. Like, or, or what about those tights that look like a jean? Have you? Like, do you remember those? It's like a jegging thing. Were they? Were they, they, they were the like original jegging? Yeah, I think they were. They were like some Brazilian thing, and they were like a yes. stretchy thing, but they looked like a denim. Denim print. So they had like pockets and shit yep. stamped on them. Stamped <laughs> on them. <laughs> so fucking ugly. Yes, maybe they should sell those over there. I reckon they do. Tim and with a white jogger. Yeah. Yeah, that would work. That would work. (laughs) I had another listener message in to tell me that there is an amazing movie called The Expendables and it had Sly and Dolph in it together. So I do now. I do now. I thought you would have known about it. Look, to be perfectly honest, I didn't didn't know it had Dolph in there. Yeah, apparently. It may have Arnie in there as well. Oh, Yeah, I know. Perfecta. Oh, you don't have to. You don't even have to look at porn. You just put on the Expendables. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna have a look and see what it's streaming on. How exciting! <laughs> Fucking hell. There's a few of those movies. Well, I'll just be googling it later. <laughs> movies that have slimed off, slimed off, slimed off, slimed off. Because I see well, they're pretty good mates, so they've obviously done a bit of work together. Uh, that's all I have this week. That's all you got? Yeah, I might have had others, but you know, I'm, I'm bad at saving them. I respond to everyone who messages me. I respond back. I message back and, you know. But you don't seem to keep it for actually what it's entailed for. I just think I just get excited when people message me. So I have a little conversation with them and then I I, don't, I can't find the message. So my Instagram's just got so many messages in it. I don't know where they are. For an extraordinarily organised person. Mm. You know, we, we went through this before though. It, I, I'm a person, I comment on people's stories all the time. So I'm a commenter. Like I'll do the I'm love not. heart eyes and I'll go amazing. And, you know, I, I like to interact with people. So every time you do that, that creates a message link between you and that person. I, I can't. There's just too many messages. And I paid our child about $85 the other day to delete them all. Well, there's three times as many in there now as there was back then. You're going to have to fork the wallet out again. No, I can't be bothered. The <laughs> phone can blow up. I don't care. I'm just leaving it there now. I'm like, how many messages will it take for the phone to stop working? I don't know. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm a good messaging back person. I'm just not good at remembering screenshotting. There. Doing your job for content, I know. which is Sorry. what we need. I know, I know, I know. Sorry. Anyway. I'll do better next week. Now, we have a wine of the week, but we also have an update regarding wine of the week as well because our friends at Philip Shaw, (coughs) yes, the one and only Philip Shaw with the one and only L, the shipment of the sponsored (laughs) wine arrived this week. It's here. I was so excited. It's in Big that cupboard, Big boxer, though. Phil it's in, Shaw. It's in that cupboard. We haven't opened it yet because we, we can't crack into it because we've got to wait for our wine glasses to come up. Which are on the way. The oh, supplier, good. there's been a bit of a delay because the actual processing factory is in Melbourne. If you've seen the news over the, uh, say, last two months, bit of an issue in Melbourne at the moment. Mm. COVID. Right. Next week they're oh, getting right. shipped. Okay, okay, okay. The factory has had to slow production because yeah. of all the lockdown sure, measures. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, well, that sounds feasible. Mm. Unlike other places that are like, oh, I'm sorry that delivery hasn't come. It's just COVID. Well. How is COVID affecting that? Can I let you in on a little story? Oh, look, <laughs> I love that, Kevin. Share. Yes, I wish I had a story time sting to play there. <laughs> Might have to come up with that. This is from someone, a conversation I had in yeah. terms of COVID and taking advantage of COVID. Yes. Now, 
I'll let you be the judge here. Yes. But the facts were outlined to me and I call bullshit. Yeah, well, I, I do too. Well, tell me the facts. <laughs> I don't even need to hear them. I know it's bullshit, but tell me the facts. You're my type of jury. Yeah, oh, baby, you yeah, call bullshit. Yeah. If you said it's bullshit, it oh, must be bullshit. That's right. <laughs> you know, I've got your back. Always. <laughs> so an, an, a workplace in Sydney, an employee of said workplace rang said manager and said, oh, just to let you know, mm. I have been in contact with someone who has tested positive for COVID. Right. That all sounds fairly normal, doesn't it? Sure, yeah. In Comple- this day and age, yep. Completely normal. Yep. And they said, oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm self-isolating at home. I've got mm. a test. Mm. All good. I'll need to isolate for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Okay, no problem. About, ooh, say five days into this self-isolation period. Yes. Another phone call. Just letting you know I've tested positive. Right. I came down with a few symptoms, got tested, now I'm positive. Right. Now I have to isolate for as long as it takes. Sure. The manager Mm. said, is there anything we need to do? Oh, no, no, nothing. I think from from your end, I just need to, you know, stay away from work. Don't you have to get everyone tested at work who's come into fucking contact with a person? This is my thing. I reckon they're using COVID as an excuse to get a, you know... Some time off work, but, but, but so it doesn't. Don't, don't these contact tracers contact you then? Like, do you call bullshit? I yeah, do. Yeah, but but get the test, get the test results. But they need to see the test results. Well, that's it. The other per- thing they said was, oh, they've taken them off to hotel quarantine, so they're uncontactable. What the, f- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you playing at? Fucking hell! Now, well, Jesus Christ! You don't need to see the result. But when they're telling you that the oh you don't have to worry about end. it at your end and no one's contacted you, Bull yeah, fuck. then I'd be looking for the test. Oh god, yeah. that's ridiculous. But even at school, if you if your kid has a day off school, it's a new one. You've got to show them the negative you, result. You show them the negative result for like in return. So tell you what, stopped a few kids from trying to pull sickies. That's for sure. Well, you got to go back to the old belly ache now. <laughs> oh, my tummy hurts. There's a lot of there's a lot of kids. Kids love the sore throat. The Sore throat's the best one. My throat's sore. It um, hurts when I swallow. Unfortunately, the sore throat is a COVID it's symptom. having you whiz down to the clinic, yeah. Do you reckon all these kids on their phone have the list of the COVID symptoms and then the list of what doesn't constitute COVID? Yeah, that's right. So you're going to have to go with that? Go, I've got a runny bum. <laughs> <laughs> Mum, I woke up with a runny bum. <laughs> don't think I've ever in my life anyone complained of a runny bum. <laughs> Or rung the They're doctors up and go, what are your symptoms? I've got a runny bum. <laughs> runny bum, yeah. You're going to have to go with, if you're a boy, you're going to have to go with a runny bum or just like a, a, a pain. They're really limited. They are. It's the bellyache. They're really That's limited. It. They're bellyache. Yeah. Oh, well, it sucks to be a kid in these days. I was going to say, poor generation. used to be. <laughs> with your kids, you can tell. When they're they struggling actually, yeah, or they're yeah, yeah. just trying to pull a day off. Yeah, watching YouTube. Yeah, that's you right. You just know and you know instinctively as yes, a parent. Yes, yes, And you have to make that call whether to just go with it and pick your battle mm, or mm. actually fight the system yeah. and make them go. Yeah, and we do both both of those. Some yeah. days I could just couldn't be bothered with the battle. Go, no, whatever. I'm the same. And I think actually I don't feel like doing the school run anyway. <laughs> Go, go back to your bedroom, put your pyjamas on. <laughs> anyway, we're still on Wine of the Week. We are. We are. So we have a stand-in. Young & Co. 
back again. Again, yeah. And it's it is. Oh, they've got the best artwork. And it's a 2018 Zinfandel. I don't. Zinfandel, yeah. I'm not sure. But it's Californian. So it's yes. another US wine. Yeah. Which, we, love, we love that. It's, yeah. a bit, it's a bit lighter in colour it, when I poured it, but it's definitely not light in alcohol because oh, it's about 8.6. It's delicious. Young and Co. Done it again. Now, we have a topic this week. It's a topical topic. Yes, it is. A timely topical topic. Yeah. We're recording this on Saturday, September the 5th, and tomorrow, September the 6th, is Father's Father's Day. Day. Which took me by surprise. I only realised it was that, like, last week. Yeah, Father's Day. And I don't think – is it – is it Father's Day in America too? No, they have different days. No, not for both. Like, one of them is the same – so my, maybe Father's Day Must is the same Must be Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Oh, I can't remember. Um, I think Father's Day is earlier in the year in the US. Let me Google it because I don't know that you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, June. So Mother's Day is the same though. Don't know why. But anyway, it's Father's Day. So this is a, this is the daddy edition. We're going to talk about... Dads. Dads. Yep. Our dads, which you guys have heard plenty of stories about, <laughs> yes. but I'm sure there's more to tell. When we were talking about this and doing it, I go, oh... God, we've used our fair share of dad, dad stories. stories. Yeah, I know, I know. But There's it, still a few up the sleeve, but jeez, yeah. we've, we've you know, drained the well we're, fairly we're well over dads, the year. Yeah, and then talk about you being a dad and how, you know, because you're, you're a great fucking dad. Well, thank you. Yeah, you I are. I am a dad. You are, yeah. And you were, we were thinking about, I always think about that picture of you when we had Parker and we were in the hospital. You don't think you are at the time. And you and you were such a, like, like your oh, little face, you were such a <laughs> baby. And I almost look back at that photo. I still remember it really clearly. You're sitting on the chair, you know, the chair next to the bed. We're in the in the private hospital, I think, and you're just so little and you just look like a baby and you're holding this baby and you've got little puffy eyes. And it's my thing. baby. That's your baby. <laughs> And your eyes are all puffy because we're, we're just fucking shell-shocked and yeah. that fucking tired. And you just – and I'm like, oh, my God, I just can't believe. But at the time, because I was five years older than you, I was in a bit of a rush to, to get a baby pumped out because I was worried about uh, being an older mum. Yeah. yeah, I was worried about not being able to get pregnant. I was worried about things like, you know, being an older mum and having Down syndrome and you know, all of these types of things. I was a very anxious Mother to be. And this is nearly 15 years ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I was sort of really keen to kind of get this happening, get the show on the road. So when we decided to have a baby, we just kind of got in. I think I fell pregnant within like three cycles. Yeah. Which is a a fucking miracle given the fucking lifestyle we used to lead. God, (laughs) cigarettes, alcohol, you know, overweight. Yeah, no troubles. And I just think, oh, my God, you were 26. Fucking hell, you're so young. But you, you just stepped up to it. Straight away. It's an odd one. And I was thinking back, you, you don't feel as young at that time, but looking back, you yeah, go, that's right. Christ, that's you right. were so that's young. Right. That's right. So looking back at people now who are 26 having babies, I think, oh, my God, you're so young, you know. Yeah. Did you be having them this early? I don't know. Well. But we, we you know, we did because 26, 27, I was like 31. That's right. Yeah. So we, I felt like I kind of had to get get it get it going. You you did what you needed to do. Well, you didn't have a choice, did you? Really? <laughs> no, no. It really didn't dawn until we got to the hospital, and the baby's there, and you go, <laughs> "Oh fuck, righto." So weird. Yeah. So I still remember that. Well, I remember, obviously, everyone remembers the birth of their baby, but I, I had Parker by an elective cesarean because I mm. was not going to push her out of my vagina. And that's something that 
I've received judgment on, not obviously in recent fucking times, but back then it was a really, really big thing for me to tell people that, but I just couldn't do it. There was no way I was going to do it and I had no, no desire to do it. So I still remember the the birth. Unfortunately, I did go into labour before you did. she was. Um, we had two days to go. Two days. It was two, two days. days. Yeah, it was two days. Yeah. And I remember distinctly that night mm. when your waters broke. Yes, we were. I don't know. We were having a conversation, and it was getting like. And I just pulled the plug on the conversation, right? And said, "Look, we've got two nights." Right. Of full, uninterrupted <laughs> sleep. Let's just enjoy it while we can. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember this, yeah. And at midnight that night, you yes. tapped me uh, on the uh, shoulder I, fairly vigorously <laughs> and said, my waters have just broken. <laughs> and in my mind, I thought, what? You've put up into the universe, you got two nights of sleep and the universe has gone, yeah. oh, no, I don't, don't think you do, no, buddy. You don't. No, you don't. That was so funny because I got up to do a wee and then when I did a wee, I stood up from going to the toilet and then like water just ran down my leg and I was like, what the fuck? I've just sort of wet myself, you know. So I sat back down, I'm like, Jesus, so I sit there and I'm a bit legs out. So I get kind of wipe myself, kind of try and clean myself up, start to walk back to the bed and more comes out and I'm like, oh my God, this is it. It's go time. And I remember doing that big shake and going, my water's just broken. You're like. What? And I know you go, you're joking. And I'm like, I'm not joking. Let's go. It was just so crazy, so surreal, hey? Yep. So with a towel between your legs <gasps> yes, in the car. Towel, yeah, towel between the legs. <laughs> yeah. I had a towel wrapped around my waist. <laughs> Rocked up to the fucking. Like a sumo wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a nappy. <laughs> yeah. Like a towel as a nappy. But you were 30, not nine, oh, and in labour. So just crazy. And well, you, ring, you used to ring the little buzzer. You rang a little buzzer and they'd come out. They did. Oh, what is it broken? All right, come on in. So that was at around midnight. Mm. But you, we had a full day of fun and games. Yeah, so. Parker wasn't born till three that afternoon. That's right. So what had happened, I had a, my obstetrician who we had booked in for the surgery was away playing golf. But because I was really anxious about being forced to have her vaginally because mm. I, I did not want to do that. I did not want to do that. I know what my capabilities are and my, my headspace was around that. So he had written me a letter that said that I was not in mentally in the right headspace to be doing this and that I was to be given an elective caesarean. And I carried that letter. I reckon I had it photocopied <laughs> about 20 times. <laughs> I had it folded up in my handbag in the glove box of the car. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? In my little hospital bag. I think you have one in your wallet. Like, it, it, in, in today's terms, it's like having that essential worker COVID letter yeah, next to you right. on the seat of the that's car right. in case the police I pull you it, over. In a lanyard round my neck. Yeah. <laughs> like, the second I got out, I was unfolding that thing and going, look, I can't do this. So what was interesting is that I, I went into labour, like full fucking contractions. Yeah. You know, they were measuring. And, the contractions. Oh, absolutely. I went through my entire pregnancy without having any internal examinations. And I still remember the nurse goes, um, oh, one of the ladies comes in. She goes, oh, let's have a look and see how far dilated you are. And I just looked at her and I went, there is no fucking way that you're having a look at how fucking dilated I am because I'm not having this baby out of my fucking fanny. And she just looked at me. And I do believe I may have grabbed it by the... This, listen, listen. Yes. So I, I, don't re- I don't remember that comment. Mm. 
I remember the comment that follows. <laughs> and we were in the ward and you did grab her because you're a listen. strong individual. <laughs> grabbed the front of her little nurse Who uniform. knows what she wants, yes. Yep, yep. And grabbed her and brought in her close. Mid-contraction. Mid mid-contraction. So mothers out there, I've never experienced it. I've been on the other side and seen it happen. So I'm fairly familiar where the mindset is at at this point in time. Yeah. And you said... If I have this baby out my fucking fanny, <laughs> I will sue this fucking hospital for all it's fucking worth. <laughs> I think and it was the, sue every motherfucking last one. It, was, it could have been the Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and yeah. the colour from her face yeah. drained and she was very proper and very straight down the line and said, Mrs Rigby, I can assure you <laughs> this baby is not coming out your fanny. <laughs> <laughs> In about two seconds, two wardsmen came on and they went, let's go and get this baby out. Let's fucking put me on the bed. And I went. <laughs> it was very swift after that. Anyway, birth was great. You took her off and then you went and gave her a first bath and I everything. Did. Then I then I met you when I'm, I could wiggle my toes again and everything. And then um then we're on our way. Look, we're on our way. We're a fucking family. And that is just the weirdest fucking thing that any parent ever experiences. They are in this fucking ho- hospital room and you're like, Fuck, this is it. It's funny. I'm and, a mum, you're a dad. That's our fucking kid and, forever. And not even in the delivery room did it hit me. I think it hit me when I was giving her that bath. We're on. That's it. That's my fucking daughter. Mm. It's fucking, it's, 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 yeah, it's mind blowing. Me as a woman, I could have sort of taken or left having kids, you know what I mean? It wasn't something that was really on my agenda. But that was like, me too. I, I wasn't. I was like, let's try for a baby. But if we can't have a baby, we were never going to go down the route of IVF or anything no. like that, were we? Where I was just like, look, it'll, it, what'll be will be, and if it won't, it won't be. You know, that's I didn't have this yearning inside me to become a mum. No, nor did I. Yeah, no, and no, I, I find that interesting know, I because I people, with you. No, people do. No, I, I never did, yeah. never did, and I feel Parker will be the same. Yeah, I, I, and I'll I be feel ve- she's already. I will be very too, surprised yeah. if she actually ever did have kids. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Because I think we're both of the same ilk. I'm look. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad we've got her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. You know, the most amazing. No, honestly, oh, the most amazing thing you'll ever do, really. Yeah. And that's why when, when you say that, like, and it's entirely her choice whether she ends up having kids or not, but if she doesn't have a kid, it sort of makes me a bit sad because I just think you, you never know that love. You know what I mean? If you, you you don't have a child. And we don't get to be the grandparents. Oh, that doesn't bother me. No, that, it doesn't I've worry no, me either. I've got no interest. And, in, but, I've got no interest. I mean, not, and again, not that I don't have interest. No. If I had grandkids, I'd love them. <laughs> It's a bit like if a cat showed up on my doorstep, I'd take care of it. I'm not a cat person, but if That's a cat turned right. up, I'd love it. Regardless right. regardless of what grandparent you talk about, they just love their grandkids. Like they and say, I there's nothing else. Fucking more. And I think it's because it's all care, no responsibility. I agree. It's fucking... They get the best of having kids... But they don't have to do anything. Yeah, really. Re- they don't have to even discipline. Yeah, they don't have to do right. a bloody thing. Oh, there's no discipline. Fucking hell. Oh. Fucking hell. Remember when Puck goes and stays with mum when she was about five? And when I arrived <laughs> to pick her up, she'd been there for like two nights. She's carrying like, you know the square ice cream tubs, like a street's ice cream tub? The two literies. Yeah, they're like that, but full of like trolley gummy lollies. Yes. She's basically toddling around with one of these tucked under her arm. But the unfortunate thing is when I get there, I can see they've been spilt many, 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 many times. <laughs> and just put back into the... Pebbles and hairs. <laughs> and she's like carting it around like it's a best fucking friend. And I'm like, did you think this was a good idea? Mum's like, oh, she wanted it. Like it was only $5. 
Like, it's brought us so much joy. She's carted around all weekend. Like a, a fucking tub of gummy, a filthy gummy worms. Ice cream for breakfast. Oh! We'll stock up. You want? Yeah, we'll cool, go. Whatever, mum does it too. Whatever you want. It's one thing to go, oh, you know, give us, when are you going to give us some more grandkids? That's okay. You live fucking three, five, six, eight hours away, mate. Like, you're not here helping. So, you know, for you and I, it was, we, we, we knew our limitations. We knew yep. that we could be the type of parents that we wanted to be with one kid. And we've actually had people say that, that you're selfish. And the it's... grandkids were off the hook because there's grandkids Everyone galore. Everyone bred at the same time. That's basically. exactly we right. We were the first And ones. we had the pressure because we were the first cab off the rank. Mm, mm. But your sister stepped up. She did so unexpectedly. Good. So good. So good. I, I don't know whether we've talked about that before the, or not. The phone we? call. Remember? Remember she rang? It was so funny. I think, like, how, how pregnant would I have been? You, well, the six months. Two, six months. Zita calls us and we've got her on speakerphone and she goes, um, Oh, you know, hi, you know, hi, Kevin. Guess what? You're going to be an uncle. And I just remember your face. Well, you're, I, you're like, I don't fucking understand because I'm like, because you, listen, in your head, you're like, I'm going to be a dad. That's what I, I was thinking. And I, I was, was like, the same. And I we're, said, and we're I, standing I, there staring I'm not going to be an uncle. I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. And you've yeah. known this for five months. Yeah, what are you ringing and what? saying? Because it was completely out of the blue. We and did. then I got off the phone. <laughs> and I, I looked at the, we've got our own pregnancy we going a baby. on. baby. And <laughs> the family dynamics for both our families, there yeah. were no other kids coming for no, a while. No, that, that's right. There were no babies. That's right. And then that's six right. months two, yeah. lobs in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, fucking stolen our thunder. Yeah, that's right. I thought I we had you. years. I remember you saying that. Well, fuck me. I thought, yeah, that's oh. right. That's right. Stole our fucking thunder. Coming in. <laughs> we love you, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I but did. So funny. I yeah. thought we had like three or four years yes. of being the only grandchild yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the other sisters and brothers on both sides of the family. Hadn't, that's right. Hadn't weren't, weren't in, in relationships or anything like that. But I think it worked out well. Not even 26 weeks in. I know, I know. But it worked out well because Riley and Parker are such great mates now <laughs> and they, they had so much fun, you know, as being two little, you know, very close in age cousins. It's, it's been cute. What was going to say, oh, we're talking about the help with the babies. Yeah, like the, the support and family support. Yeah. My dad was very cute. Like when Parker was little, I used to work with my dad and – I remember I said to my dad, I think Parker was about three months old, and I'm like, can I come back to work? Because I just couldn't be at home anymore with her. You just, were going stir crazy. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I don't know. People get completely uh, wrapped up in that because you were working. You know, you you had your two weeks. Um, and I get it. I had my two weeks pa- parental leave. Parental leave, and then I went back to work. You do get an escape from it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I went you, back to work when she was about three months old because then I could then I could leave the house too, and then I could sort of lob her off on him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But he was so good. Like He was very good. Uh, as far like my, my dad doesn't live here anymore, but when she was little, he was a really hands-on pop. And to this day, people – like he would take her to meetings, you know. He would go to meetings at council and just take a fucking six-month-old baby on his fucking hip. <laughs> Truly. Got around most of it by like feeding her all the time. Yeah. So this was his thing. Like he had like pouches of <laughs> – <laughs> Of, of, of he just stuff. wore a trench coat and every pocket but there was like, like snacks. Treats. And, yeah, yeah, treats, treats. But the funniest thing was I would leave her with him. Like I'd say, Do you, I'll go and get the mail, right? And then I would just like take the long scenic route. You know, like, <laughs> Look, I'm not going back. But I remember I'd come back and he, he would change a nappy and so I'd get back and she'd have a nappy on backwards. I'm not joking. A nappy on, like a, you know, like a Huggies on completely backwards so it's all bulging at the front and, listen, a bit skimpy on the back. The other filthy nappy would just be like, you know how when you change a dirty nappy, you tape it back up on itself? Like, mm. 
Mm. Everyone knows that. You know, you kind of tape it back up. It would just be like on the ground, (laughs) 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 like open, you know, like just down. And then he gave her solids. Like before you were meant to have solids. So I think when Parker was a baby, she's about three months old and I come back and he's gone and bought apple puree and is shoveling it into her mouth. This baby's hungry. As you say, listen, okay, no responsibility. That's right. And he also fed apple puree that was about four months out of date. fuck, I'll never forget. (laughs) And that... It's at the back of the fridge. She never got sick either. You want to know nervousness? Knowing Fuck. that she's eaten this uh, four months out of date, and then wait. waiting the hours to yeah, see whether whether it, it hits her, whether the runny bum happens, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Fuck, I can't believe it. We dodged a very, very big bullet there. Then remember the jelly cups. Do you remember the jelly cups? So I don't know if you guys remember. They, these were around like when we were kids. They were actually called deli cup. Yeah, I remember them. There were a cup yeah. of fucking it was, listen, it was jelly, red, red or green. Or, was there blue as well? Or maybe. Green? And it maybe. had the spoon in it there. Had the spoon but in you it. had to dig into it to get it was the spoon. Disgusting. Anyway, there was a fish and chip shop or something. And they used to sell deli cups in the fridge with the drinks. <laughs> so Dad, every time Dad went down there, he would get like a deli cup of jelly and would come home. You know when your business shirt pocket, you hang your business shirt has a pocket in the front? I'm not joking. The deli cup would Thank be- God they don't anymore. Like, you can't have a bit. I remember when I had to wear a deli business cup. shirt. Thank God I don't have to wear business shirts anymore. I know. They I just. The most uncomfortable fucking thing. I just hated wearing a business shirt, uh, and particularly ones with pockets. Pocket, like, yeah. And then you get, oh, mate, it puts a pen in and it leaks, and you or, know. Or a deli cup. Yeah, rocks <laughs> up with a deli cup. Yeah. Fucking feeding the jelly. Like, it was just, it was really, it was very, very cute. He was very cute. He did start to slip a little bit as the years went on. Yeah, what, what do you mean? Well, I think, oh, I can't remember how old she was, maybe two or three. Yeah. And it was Christmas Day and we were having Christmas at our house. <laughs> and It was never good on the present front. It was, never good, it was never good on the present front anyway. Don't, He's never, look, don't try and defend him here. No, listen, listen. You because. Can, you can't tell, but he has never been good on the present front. He never. No. Oh, except for the harmonicas he bought all the grandkids one year. That was that was terrible because he forgets birthdays and, and things, right? But anyway, yeah, go you'd on. Think you was, wouldn't, you'd yeah, think you think you wouldn't know. forget Christmas Day. Your grandchild. Yeah, Same time every year. I know, yeah. We're having it at our house. Yeah, I know. Go Kids on. will be there. Go on. He, he hasn't got a Christmas present. <laughs> We're having Christmas breakfast at our 8 house? o'clock in the morning at our house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a thinker. He's a doer. Mm. He comes up with solutions. Yeah. And the solution he came up with was to go to the service station, one of the only joints open on Christmas Day. (laughs) And you know at service stations have a a, a really shitty rack of CDs and DVDs. Yeah, they used to. They don't anymore, I don't think, but they do. Oh, no, the CDs are still there. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. And may have been capturing DVD players in cars might have been. Oh, it might have been, yeah. It might have been, yeah. So he's gone to the service station to just have a route around, see what he can find. For a panic buy. For (laughs) for a three-year-old. And (laughs) bought a copy of Chicken Run. (laughs) as the Christmas present. Listen, look, unwrapped, obviously. Unwrapped? Yeah, yeah. Chicken Run. There you go. There you go, little girl. (laughs) (laughs) He may have said little girl. So as as the years went on... He was a good granddad, but, you know. Oh, fuck. So funny. And I but, believe that was the same year that my sister's husband 
It did, is the same did, year. Did not buy her a Christmas present. It was present. a bad year for presents. Fuck, it was bad. So she bought him a revolving but, tie rack. <laughs> did she? Yes. Yeah. And nose hair clippers. <laughs> It was a bad year. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure which is the worst present. Not actually getting a present or buying a revolving tie rack and nose (laughs) hair clippers. It's an old chicken run on DVD. Or chicken run on DVD. (laughs) But I I still remember like sitting there and and Minnie had the shit so bad. And I just remember sitting on the lounge and Tony's there. He's had a few drinks. I'm like, Tony, this is really bad. This is really bad form. And he's like, yeah, yeah, look, I know. Like. He I don't should. Know how you didn't think. Of, I just don't understand how. I don't understand how people do this at Christmas. What the fuck are you thinking? He should have hitched a ride with your dad down yeah, to the service yeah. station. Picked up a copy of fucking. I don't know. <laughs> the Eagles' greatest hits on CD. <laughs> <laughs> but parenting has changed so much, Hayley. Like, but has. your dad has changed so much. Yep. The one thing that I learned from being a dad of a daughter is the one thing that always sticks in my mind: wipe from the front to the back. Yeah, well, ladies, this is what you need to be teaching. And and dads of daughters, you need to teach If there's one them. thing to take yes, away. Yes, 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 yes. Wipe yes, from the yes, front yes, to yes, the back. Yes, 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 yes. When you're changing nappies, obviously. But also when, when you're teaching little kids, little girls to go to the bathroom, front to back, front to back, always. Yes, my God, my God, yes. Far out, yeah. But look, the years have been good. We've learnt along the way. I'm pretty content with how there was no nothing I thought, this is how I'm going to be a father to a daughter. I've just kind of rolled with it. And rolled it's with worked it, out well. and it's worked yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you and her, you, you and Parker have always had a close bond because you're very similar in personality types, and that probably helps. I, I absolutely, particularly yes. between a father daughter yes, dynamic. Yes, yes, yes. Because what can happen a lot, and you see it a lot, is that particularly as girls get older, dads start to pull away from them a little bit because they're not a little girl anymore, and this is all getting a bit awkward, and blah 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 blah, and it's not. And it doesn't need to be. And I think that's a beautiful thing with you is that you have always just been um, so much so that, you know, when Pucker got her first period, you were here and I wasn't here. I was the one. You were the one that was here and you knew exactly. You said, do you know what to do? And she was like, yeah, mum's got to right, do that, you know. And it was all very calm. But when I told that story to people, people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that your daughter went to your husband. And I'm like, but I wasn't there. No, and she like, didn't have a choice. And she, but, but she didn't ring me when it happened. She went straight no, she to was... you. And and you guys sorted it out between you because we were organised, obviously. Yeah. But but every time I tell that story to people, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. My daughter would never do that. My husband would be, would be so uncomfortable. I know that being a dad has certainly changed over the years and that yeah. dads are much more hands-on now than they were. But I also feel that there is a whole stack of fucking dads out there who are not – who was still not, who was still doing the Hangers traditional, on to the, old. The, the old ways. And and I just think, fuck, you are missing out. Fuck, you yeah. are missing out. Looking at dads and that, my dad wasn't a bad dad. He was a good dad. That's right. And I'm sure your dad's the same. No, I've had a few dads actually. <laughs> no, I thought we might just really quickly go well, we can that. sidetrack for that. With very it, quickly, it very is, quickly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do have a few dads. I have my biological dad, Wally, who I love very much. He yep. is my biological dad. But when my, my dad, my biological dad and my mum got together, my mum was 17 and my dad was 19, so they were just basically kids. So they had... And I thought 26 was a kid. 
That's you know right. what I mean. She's so you put that in perspective. These are babies. Perspective. These are yeah. babies that have kids. Yeah, and then obviously they had a go at it, and you know it's fucking tough. Your kids, Your kids. you know, you're doing the best you can. Anyway, yeah. so my mom left. I live with my. That's how I've, I think I've spoken about how I live with you my have. grandparents. Yeah. So my, I live with my paternal grandparents for quite a few years when I was little, and I just love them so much. And that's the. Um, Austrian and Yugoslavian background that I have. That's what fostered your love of Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a genetic. It's a genetic I can't, connect. That, I can't, that's how you defend it. I you do, defend it. I you do, go, I can't I help it, Kevin. I can't help it. It's, it's a bond that you will never know. That's right. <laughs> no one will understand it except my fellow Eastern Europeans. It's a thing. It's a thing and it's a it's a... Uh, primal, primal thing, okay? It's the so, same with Schwarzenegger. We're all in the same is, area. It's absolutely just stop. It is. <laughs> stop it. You'll never get it. No one will understand it like I do, all right? If I met them in real life, they'd feel it too. <laughs> anyway, then I then my mum got married again to a guy who was a horrible person. And we will talk about it in one. We will do an episode on it about uh, sexual abuse, but that's what happened out of that. So he yeah. was not a great dad. Then my mum met who I call my dad now, my other dad now, uh, John, and I was about 12. And so he kind of raised us as as kids, you know, from 12 up until, you know, Listen, now, now still. He's the chicken run, David. I have two dads. You have two I have dads. two dads currently. And amazingly enough, the middle one, the child molester, fucking died of cancer. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> fucking so oh. good. So good. That's a fucking best. Where were we going after that? I just needed to clarify that because I know that people get confused about it and I have people kind of look baffled. We were talking about dads doing their best. My biological dad was a was a like a really hardworking man, you know yep. what I mean? And so my memories of him, I didn't live with him, but I went and stayed with him on the weekend, stuff like that. And he was just a really fucking hardworking and a real fucking family man. And he was a very hands-on dad. Like he was a real dad dad, you know, like got out there and fucking did shit with the kids and he was a fun... And you can tell that from Abs- him now. Absolutely, absolutely. That's how he is. Yeah, so he... And oh, he's my- also a fan of feeding kids Bloody yeah, lollies and things. Lollies and <laughs> Treaties. ice creams. Treaties, yeah. Oh. But he was probably uh, before his time, really, in that era in the in the eighties, because he was uh, he wasn't a down at the pub kind of dad. He was a real hands on family man. Dad yep. was around the house all the time. Was doing stuff with the kids. And um, was no. there any particular message, words of advice, or anything you picked up from your from your dads? From my dads that stick out. Most of them um, were from John, obviously, because I was, uh, you know, he he kind of raised me in those kind of, I don't know, what are you for me of years? Well, I know it's a boring one, but honesty is the best policy. And that was always, that's always one. I would always go to him if I had an issue with something and I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. And and he'd say, well, what's the truth of the matter? And I'd say, Mm. well, what's this? And he'd say, the best thing to do is to say, it could be something as simple as, you know, you're renting a fucking uh, unit and you can't pay your rent. And so we, we make up all these stories as to why we can't do it. And he would say, no, you need to ring your landlord and you need to say, look, I, I spent my rent money, I fucked up, I'm in a situation, and you need to tell the truth. I've always taken that and thought, you know, it honestly is the best policy it, and sometimes it's really hard to say the truth. It's one that you should do. And listen, you can't really go wrong with that. The thing with honesty is the best policy. Mm. You can't trip up. That's the, right. The, the, do you know what that's I mean? That's right, that's right. Like if that's you're right. – 
just stringing up a web of lies. That's right. How That's do right. you? The yeah. thing that always comes into my head. How do you keep track of it all? Yeah, no, people do. People do because this is their whole life. That's exhausting, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you're telling the truth, yeah. you don't even have to think about it. What about you with your dad? What's your, I know. It, well, <laughs> think with your head. Think with your head, not with your dick. What else? What else? There was no real like sit down on my. I'm gonna give you some words of wisdom. There was none. There really was none of that. And if it yeah. was, it wasn't great. And it was after a few well, cans. Yeah, I was going to say a bit pissed. And yeah, yeah. like some of the ones is like, thank God you're interested in girls. We thought you were gay for a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were no Stuff nuggets where you go, oh, I'll put Ooh. that in my back yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah, and I'll pull that out later yeah. in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hell, fucking hell. To me, it was more just observing. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. The most, the lessons learned is work ethic. Yeah, that's a, that's a, but that's a good thing to learn. Uh, it, it, it's a good thing. Absolutely. He, Fuck. It was work ethic and, again, honesty. Yeah, yeah. Like there was no shenanigans being or anything. It's like being true, being to, your true word, to your word, yeah, no bullshit, yeah. being honest, just yes. really those foundational things. Yeah. And you observe that and you pick up. Which a lot of those are, are, are Australian traits. They're, they're, they are. They're very thoroughly Australian traits, aren't they? You yeah. Know, you, you don't talk shit. You, no. you straight down the fucking line. And you I, tell the truth. You work hard. The backbone of this fucking country. <laughs> backbone of this fucking country that we call home. It's true, though. It's true. It is. It's absolutely true. As a teen, and we've talked about this, I was goddamn lazy. Like yeah, I, sure. In terms of work, and, and unfortunately, schoolwork and that, I didn't have to apply myself. I had a You're level amazing. of I had a ne- wow. level of natural intelligence that would wow. just get me through wow. with doing wow. the minimum po- God, possible. That was so not me. <laughs> God, fuck, so not me. I hated people like you. Yeah, so Parker had a maths assignment and it was a tough maths assignment. Well, maths isn't yeah, She's actually not terrible at it though. No, actually, she's she, she's not terrible at it. She's fine. Yeah. But this mm. is stuff I don't even remember learning in school. Yeah. And I did advanced maths. Well, I think the general consensus from the the classmates was it, people would fuck said one of her friends just wrote question marks for the answers like look, question mark, question mark. Like no one understood it. So I think it was something has gone wrong during the covid year. <sighs> the kids do not know what the fuck was going on. So so you get this assignment. It was madness. She came to me on Monday and, and said, said I've got this. this can we do this and I said absolutely no problem because I've helped out before and yes. it's not been a problem she says due Friday perfect plenty of time no dramas come Wednesday I hadn't looked at it yeah hadn't seen how how bad it was I looked at it on Wednesday no Thursday I looked at it and went oh we could be in a bit of strife here yeah right it was stuff that you know yeah so we go out to this do we have to go to on Thursday night. Well, on the Thursday, I've had to try and learn a, a term's worth of mathematics. You know, you, what did you do it on YouTube? How do you fucking do this? What's, how do you learn And she left the textbook at mm, school. Mm, mm. So I, I couldn't refer to that. They're like engineering. Like oh. she's not going to be laying roads or designing highways. <laughs> she doesn't need it. I know. She I doesn't know. need it. I, I didn't need it in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So done a little bit, but there's still a fair bit outstanding. Right. But we have to go to this we function. We have to go to this Thursday function. Night, right. And listen. And I've got a full-time job too. So I've had I've had to juggle you, that. That's right. I'm in Zoom meetings trying to do maths homework and keep my eye on the ball <laughs> in my normal paid job. And trying to Google on the site. <laughs> and then we have to go to this event. And I was very aware that I still had a maths assignment <laughs> to do when we got home. And again, full disclosure, 
that didn't stop me from having a few wines. You went to bed mm. and I poured myself a coffee. All right, right, okay. Did you have a coffee? Yeah. Fuck. This is back in back you you're back in, buddy. You've, you're back in school. You've gotta you've gotta get through this. Your daughter's relying on it to <laughs> hand in, in the morning. Because she's got no idea. i she's finally brought the textbook home. I said, right, come on. Let's open it up. Let's get into it. And it was like quicksand. The more and more I got into it, the more and more anxious I got going, I don't know whether we can do this. Fuck. I was finding myself in a whole world of pain. I know. And it was so bad because I went to sleep and then I woke up and it's like 1am, you're not in bed. Well, here's here's the thing that I didn't disclose to you. What? It got to about midnight. Yeah. And I went, I am making absolutely no headway here. Right. I'm just going to take a breather. Right. I'm just going to. Did you have a sleep? I, I, I thought, I'm just going to get out of this, take five minutes, and then come back and hit it again. And what did you do? I fell asleep on the couch. Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? You're not. For how long? Three hours. <laughs> <laughs> because I woke up at about one and I'm like, the bed is empty. He's still doing that maths assignment. Oh, my All God. All you had to do was walk out into the lounge room. And I... <laughs> Get up again at three. I woke up at three o'clock and went, oh, oh fuck. This is so This bad. is bullshit. What year can you can maths? Like, fuck you. So, can. in my head, I, we need to can it. So, no in my head, ironically, I was doing maths in my head, going, well, yeah, it's 3 yeah, a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's up at six, three hours. Shit. I'm, I need more sleep than this. Oh my God. This is ridiculous sleep. What did you do then? I said, well, <laughs> you know what? If she has to stay home and we have to work yeah, through yeah. the day to get it get done, and it, submitted it and submitted in at three o'clock, oh, that's fuck. what we're gonna do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I went to bed then, got up at six, yes. and then we had the conversation. She yes. was up, and I said, "You can't go to school." Oh, did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> she goes, "Why?" I said, "I haven't finished your assignment." Oh my god! This is ridiculous. No one can do this. But she said, "I need to hand it in in first period." Yes, I remember, uh, and I remember you going, "No." My heart sank. You can't. You said, no, we can't. We well, can't. It's mission impossible now. You've got yes. the clock counting down. It's, it's a quarter terrible. past six. You're leaving at eight o'clock. I went and I've got, got, got one hour and 45 minutes to knock over. Desk. I had three questions. <laughs> I had three questions. It's like a it's like a family effort. Like I come in with the coffee. Here we go. Look, it's got two teaspoons in this cafe in it. It was painful. <laughs> I got the three questions in. I threw it at the bag. I went, hand that in. Let's never let's, talk about this let's again. Let's see how we go. I, if we pass, it'll be if a bloody we, miracle. If we pass. Maths is not my strong suit. We do a game at the gym where I lay down three playing cards and you've got to add up the numbers. And I have to get the fucking clients to add the numbers up for me, right? So it's not my thing. I did a real estate course once at TAFE and there's a section in it called trust accounting. I think I missed a few classes. I felt like I was so far behind I just couldn't catch up. And I remember it was this. Maths, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to can the course. I just can't fucking do it. Anyway, my dad's like, oh, don't be stupid. You know, I hope because dad was a real estate agent at this time. Yeah. He said, that's fine. We'll just sit down and do it together. I'm like, okay, good. I still remember it. It's clear as day. I was sitting up in the kitchen at the fucking old house there. We we're up there in the Grange, you know, we're doing it all. We get, oh, we did it all. It took us like about an hour. Yeah. Oh, so easy. So there you go, Dolph. You know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Hand it in. Completely failed. <laughs> like this is an actual real estate agent who is working in real estate. Failing. Who completely <laughs> failed the subject trust accounting in the real estate course at TAFE. So I get it back from my teacher. My teacher's like, there's some real issues here. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, you're you're telling no, me no. we've got a working real estate agent who is doing this. Yeah, and so fucking bad. And in the end, I had to get a fucking tutor through, ta- through tape. But you who, did it and you blitzed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did blitz it because he was an amazing tutor. But can you fucking imagine? So, I mean, every dad's been there. Christ almighty. We have. I you did. do what you can to help your fucking kid out. But Jesus Christ. You talk me up in terms of maths assignment. I did hand one in homework once before. Uh, yep. Oh, you did fuck it up. I did. Yeah, I remember. I got zero out of 20. <laughs> <laughs> our parents never did homework no, for us. No, we were left to our no. own devices. Oh, that was yes. kids' work. Oh, fuck The yes. closest we got was mum cutting out pictures from the project packs. Remember the project packs you used to get from the news agents? I loved a project book. You know, yeah. a, a scrap book. You know how you had the project book? And yeah. My favourite bit was doing the title page. I do an assignment. I'm like, yes, I'm going to fucking nail this. I do the, it's the most amazing title page. And then, like, look, the rest of the page is just empty. Crickets chirping. I've got no, <laughs> no information. But I've got an epic title page. No, so mum used to cut out the pictures and right. do a magnificent job. Oh, good on her. Even good on once that I did one and got a principal star. So you got to go down and meet so the principal. Listen, your and mum get a, won that award. Mum won that award. It's like me winning the old uniform awards in primary school. <laughs> oh, shiny as shoes. Yeah, fucking neat as hair. That's right, bitch. That's mine. Get up there on stage and hold it up and hand it over to me when you finish and I'll put that in my fucking album. So, yes, yeah, so a long story short from my dad, it was more observations. I'm thinking back. Here's one. I had friends over once. This is in year 12. Right. So I had a, a few friends over yep. and we could have a few drinks. Yes. Right? Of age. Of age. Well, not of age, a year off. Yeah, sure, but it was fine. private, that's, a, but private yeah, absolutely, abode. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. Half a dozen I would friends. Let that yep, yep, yep. There um, might yes. have been eight. Right, yeah, that's, that's okay. Yep. If you've got two parents, that's fine. Mum was like you, on complete edge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Completely I'll sober. Just sit on this one wine all night. Uh, <clears throat> not, I don't even think she had one wine. She was like Hilarious. a hawk. Hilarious. My dad. Fucking pissed with the kids. He turned eight guests into nine guests because yes. he became an invitee. Yes. I can just imagine. Just. Got in and oh, everything's fine, everything's rosy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a thing. I was the eldest kid. Yeah. But quite clearly, Mum mellowed as the years went on, because then my brother would have a party. Yes. She wouldn't be a hawk. She'd be lighting their cigarettes on the stove elements. This is what happens. <laughs> what, because you know what? Because you, you and pay, I you, look and go. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. So you paved the way, right? So for me... It's tough being an oldest child. It's really tough being the oldest. Yes, it is. So we drove past a house. We were driving home from school the other day and Parker said, we were driving up through South Tamworth and she said, oh, these houses are so old. How old are these houses? And I said, well, these are the houses that were the modern houses when I was a kid. There was a house, one house on the corner as we drove past them when we drove up. And I said, that house there, I said, I remember going to parties at the house, a party at the house. I remember Pop sitting at the front <laughs> in, a, in a borrowed vehicle, in a borrowed vehicle with a seat reclined with a newspaper, like an old fucking like, movie. Like, like Dick Tracy. Yes. <laughs> Pulled up across the road. So I'm at this party. I'm, I'm about 16, right? And someone comes in there like, Oh, Sammy, your dad's out the front in some really old car with a seat reclined with a newspaper up. What the actual (laughs) fuck? So my dad did this. Every fucking party I went to, my dad sat across the road in a fucking, listen, borrowed car (laughs) because he was trying to be discreet because I didn't know that that was like, 
his mum's car yeah. <laughs> or his fucking friend's old paddock basher or, or the next the door neighbour's car. So yeah. fucking embarrassing. I don't, I don't know what to say. And these are parties that I were allowed, I was allowed to go to. They're just looking at it. But mum you. must have said, look, I'll sit home and have a few wines, but you need to, need check. to get out in a borrowed vehicle, get a big fucking Sydney Morning Herald, recline that seat and just keep an eye on things. Can you fucking imagine? Talk about pave the way because he sure as shit didn't do it for my other two sisters or my brother. This is the thing. And I think, well, your freedom, your freedom, <sighs> I, I I took all the brunt of that because I had to be stalked. I go to the movies. Eldest kids unite because I am a complete oh. – there, there is nothing you have said there that I disagree with. So bad. Every time there was leniency given for my brother and sister, yes. I just used to think in my head – I've sacrificed so much yes. for you two. Yes, yes. It's like our forefathers. Where like is my fathers. where's my monument? Where's Nothing. my bloody Nothing. medal? Nothing. Me being followed around. Or I go to the movies. Just so the movie finished at like 10 p.m. At 10.01, there would be a taxi out the front of the cinema, like right there, right? Literally there with the card like you're at the airport. Ooh. You know, look, Smythe. Smythe, Smythe, and I'd come down the stairs and my heart would just sink. Fuck. Sammy, Smythe, come, jump in. Go on, go on. Good. <laughs> Dad's told me to take you home. Like, no time. Couldn't even pass your boyfriend. Couldn't even Nothing. fucking, you know, no, no, none of that shit. Movie's over. What time's it finished? Excellent. You'd probably ring the region <laughs> and find out what time it finished. Right. Cab's there. Fucking waiting. You know what is the redeeming thing? It comes from a good place. It does, but you can't do it. Because what, <laughs> what about building trust in your, your kids and you can't – like, I get it, I get it, it's adorable, but fuck, that is not cool. It's not cool. Let's, <laughs> I know we've talked for ages and this is going to be a real bitch for you to edit, but real quickly, any sayings from your dad? Like any sayings, you know, no. sayings. Because one of my ones that always comes up with my dad, your boyfriend. Dad will say, oh, I was down the street and I saw your bloody boyfriend <laughs> – and I'll go, well, who was it? He'll go, well, you know, the real estate agent or the, buddy, the car salesman or the freaking, you know, I don't know, the builder. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's right. You know, like there's some, some bloke that I vaguely fucking know. Yeah. But they're your boyfriend. Friend. It's even the fact that I have used it on occasion with oh, you, you as go, well. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know your boyfriend, the plumber. You know your boyfriend, the electrician. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fucking hell. They're just blokes that I like, oh, look, I barely fucking know, but they're your boy, you know your boyfriend. But the other one that dad always does is keep your hat on. I don't know where it comes from. Take yeah. the parking to the zoo today. I'll keep a hat on. So we can kind of tell you from the animals. You know, yeah. this is this is this is the joke. So every time you're going somewhere, if you're going somewhere that's a little bit sort of sketchy off, off kilter yeah. or a bit sketchy or a bit edgy or something, his advice is just keep a hat on, okay? <laughs> Keep a fucking hat on. And I think anyone who's ever spoken to my dad has heard him say that. Keep, keep your hat, hat on. on. Keep your hat on. Yeah, keep your hat yeah, on. Yeah, my dad, he never had any phrases or sayings or anything like your that. Your dad didn't. Uh, no, it was just more circumstances and situations that yeah. he found himself in. I had a friend message in. Uh, we were talking about the dad things. And this is one that my dad does consistently, like as in weekly, weekly, weekly. Is the pocket dial. Yes. Now, I don't know whether anyone else's dad does the my pocket dial. My dad doesn't do the pocket dial. Amazing. So my dad does a pocket dial, oh, look, at least twice a week we would have a pocket dial. 
One the other day was at 2 a.m. So I don't know how the fuck that actually works. How the fuck you pocket dial? I'm not actually what, sure how the, the pocket phone dial on your way works. To the I don't know. Because it, it's skin activated. Well, it's a pocket dial because it happens to me. Because I, I, I have pocket dials with voicemail messages that are like fucking 10 minutes long. You know what does happen it's more crazy. often these days? What? Is the pocket FaceTime dial. That's the worst. People, it comes up. God, you want to FaceTime. No, I want to die. I want to die. Die You're not yet. a fan of FaceTime, are you? No, but if I accidentally FaceTime someone, like <laughs> on a pocket FaceTime, no, I, I honestly, let the earth open up and consume me and I will never resurface again. It happened to me one day. I was leaving here. I was sort of juggling my bag and things. And anyway, I looked down at my phone and I'm like pocket dialing. What's worse, it was like, Someone's fucking sister-in-law, like you know, just, just a random, <laughs> some random thing, yeah, like yeah. a real random number I had on my phone, and I nearly fucking shat. A br- I wanted to throw my phone at the road. Like I'm like, stop. And what happens is when you get into a panic and you're starting to hit buttons or button hit the screen, it won't shut down. It won't no. shut down. Oh my god! Imagine if they opened it up and there you are. Like what the fuck? How do you explain <laughs> why you're there? If I ever Facetime you, don't ever answer because it's accidental. I never ever meant it by purpose. That's that's all I can say. You got anything else? No, nah, I think we'll wrap it up there. I'm excited for Father's Day though. I've got a lovely lunch plan for you. Oh, dinner plan for you. And presents. Presents. Yeah. I think I did quite well actually. Did you? I have absolutely yeah, no yeah, I doubt. Think I think you'd be impressed. We can talk Bef- about them next week. We can. Before we go though, I do want to pay a little tribute to any of the single parents that are out there. You're doing a magnificent job. Oh, God. Single mum or single dad. Oh, agreed. Agreed. If, if you are a single parent yes. doing the hard yards, yes. you should celebrate both Mother's Day or Father's Day regardless of your yeah, sex. Yeah, absolutely. God, I, 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 I agree. I agree. My God. That is the least we can do. To honour because yeah. it is a job and a half. Yeah, and I feel that too because you and I are really blessed as in we have a great dynamic and we have a great relationship and so obviously it's pretty crazy for us from mm. that kind of perspective. But absolutely, absolutely. My sister's a single parent and fucking hell, she and she's a good fucking mum. Listen, yeah. much better mum than I am. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, she's a good mum. Take my hat off to anyone. Absolutely Fucking hell, you are legends, legends, legends. And I would absolutely forgive you if you went to the service station and got a copy of Chicken Run as a present <laughs> because I know what it's like. Or the Eagles' greatest hits <laughs> for your three-year-olds. Thank you again for your company. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Have a great Father's Day. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>